Today's Shir Mishnabura Yomi is Dath Pehe Omid Beis in the second volume of Mishnabura, and we are in the middle of Simon Kuf Pei Aleph, with the very top line with the Machaber, Sif Gimel. The Machaber says, we're talking about Mayimachronim, Ein Notlin Bechamin. One person should not wash my machronim with boiling hot water, with the type of water that would burn your hand. Mishmur will explain, obviously it's not talking about what would really burn your hand, we'll talk about a lower temperature called Yatso lettuce bowl that this is referring to. The reason why you shouldn't use very hot water, which the Ramah explains, Pirush Mivavin, which means, it will go and puff up your hand, and therefore, it will do this to Esa Yadayim, Vein Mavirin Esazuma, and will not take off the uh, waste, the uh, dirt that's on your hand, and therefore you'll have a problem with having your hands dirty when you're benching. Now let's see inside in the Mishnah Brewer. Sivkat and Zion, the Mishnah Brewer explains. However, Avo Poshrin with lukewarm water, the Hainu She'ein Hayatsu Lettuce Bahen, Mutter, that it won't burn the hand, it won't cause the hand to retract from the heat of the water, so then it is permissible to use this uh, pshorim, this compromised water, which is lukewarm water. The Rashal Posak Dafka Bitsoninim. The Marshal, however, says that you should specifically use cold water and not even lukewarm water. However, Umiyu, Bottom line, in Einlo Ki Eim Elu HaPoshrim, if you only have this lukewarm water, Bevada Ein Lahachmi, you certainly can use the lukewarm water, that's not a problem. And the Chafetz Chaim in Os Yud Ches in the Sharetzion explains, Da'alo Kol HaRishonim Pasku Kilishnu Basru Lekula. Because in fact, everybody, Paskin, when we're dealing with this halachos in regards to Mayim Rishonim, in Simen Kuf Samach and Sivav, that it is permissible to use lukewarm water. So even though the Marshal says you should try to use cold water, that's certainly only a lechatrila, but if that's all that you have, it's perfectly good. Simkat and Ches, the Mishnah explains, Nichves Ben, that you'll burn them. He says, Lab Davka. It doesn't really mean you're going to burn your hands that you can't use such water. The Bevadai, because certainly, nobody would ever use boiling hot water that is so hot that it would burn your hands. So obviously, we can't be talking about that. You don't need a halacha to tell you don't burn your hands. El Lomar, when he's telling us over here that it's Chanim Shayad Nichves Ben, it means Shayad Soletis Ben. It's talking about hands that are being washed in water that's hot enough to make you withdraw your hands. As the Chavetz Chaim says in Os Yotes, Shechozeres Lachorah that you'll cause your hands to retract a little bit from the heat of the water. Dishu footnote number 11 brings down, according to the opinion of the Chazonish, just from the fact that you can put your hands in that water, albeit you'd retract it right away, that's no proof that it's not had a soletis bow. But you have to, in fact, be able to leave the hand there for some period of time before we can say that that is not the temperature of Yadah Soletis bow. Dishu footnote number 10 tells us what is the shear in actual temperature of Yatsu lettuce, but he says, go look in Simen Shin Yud Ches, where it's discussed in greater detail in the poskim of the Deir Shubish Debura, and he brings down a whole slew of poskim over there that say it ranges somewhere from about 40 degrees to 52 degrees Celsius, which translates to about 104 to 126 degrees Fahrenheit. And the Mishnabura says, in continuation of this Mishnabura at the end of Sivkat and Ches, Vishiro kol shekreso shotinoch nichveiz This temperature that we just said in degrees of cellulose of Fahrenheit corresponds to what would be on a baby's belly that would cause the baby's belly to burn, again, somewhere in the area of 104 to 126 degrees Fahrenheit. And this is brought down by the Mugin of Rum over here in terms of a shekreso shotinoch nichveiz
Sivkat and Tess in the Mishnah Brewer, he writes, Shemifafin, that the reason why you shouldn't use such hot water is because it will cause merachachin es hayadayim. It will cause your hands to be softened. Umavlin ben tavshil. And it will absorb, so to say, the waste, the zuama of the tavshil, the grease of the tavshil. This is based on Rashi. Venir Ali, the Mishnah Brewer says, the chamin shinitztanenu mutter litobahen. If you started off with hot water, even if it was boiling hot water, but now it's cooled off, so that everybody would say that that's perfectly good. Because the whole reason isn't some psul or problem with the hot water, it's that the hot water won't work to get rid of the zuhama on your hands. So if it will work to get rid of the zuhama on your hands, then it's not a problem. Now we go to Siv Dala. The Machaber says, Ein lito el ad perik sheni How much of my machronim do you have to do on your hand? So the Machaber says, you only have to go up until the second joint on your fingers. In other words, not till the knuckle, but till the joint right before the knuckle. So every finger is comprised really of two joints and then the knuckle, with the exception of the thumb, that's one joint and then the knuckle. So for all the fingers, you only have to do the first two joints up till the second joint, and you don't have to go all the way till the knuckle. Mishdebrui in Sivkan Dalit explains Ad Perik Sheni Shelamala Mishnei Pirkei Etzbos In Magia Luchlo Chamaichel because above the second joint over here, in other words, from there till the wrist, uh, including the knuckle and then the wrist, you don't get food over there. Omin Etzbaha Gudo and by the thumb Tzorchlito Perik Rishon. You just have to do the first Perik again because above the first joint and the only joint in the thumb, before you reach the uh, wrist, you don't really have food reaching there and it doesn't get Zuhama. But if in fact you did get the rest of your hand dirty, the Mishnah brings down the name of the El Yerab and the name of the Kolbo, that you would have to go wash your hands above that point. And he says, If you look in the Bihalocha, the Ramaskil, Ad Perik Sheni. So the Chafetz Chaim brings down from the Vilna Gon and the Bir Agrot that this din is totally in a machlokis that we've already learned in Simon Kufsa Machalif, Sivdalit, how far you have to wash the hands of Mayim Rishonim. And he says, according to the first opinion there, that the din is that you have to do until Mayim Rishonim up until the knuckles, so too you should do the Mayim Machrodim at Sov Kishreho Adzbos in Pisa Siyad, until the knuckle where it reaches into the palm of the hand. And Chavetz Chaim concludes, the Tov Linho Kein Lechadchila. If you have sufficient amount of water, you should try to wash at least until the knuckles. But the it certainly is good until the second joint of most of the fingers and the first joint of the thumb. Mishnabur continues and he writes, The Mishnabur says, I'm very upset and unhappy about the custom. I see many people who are very careful to wash my machronim, however, they don't do it right. But they don't fulfill the myths of my machronim at all. Why? They only put They put a little bit of water on the tips of the fingers. It doesn't even go up until the first joint, everyone, the second joint of the fingers. They just barely touch the water with their fingertips. And the hands are really just as filthy with the waste of the meal, the grease of the meal, as they were originally, even before they washed their hands. They just touched a little water to the fingertips. And the Chafetz Chaim says over here in the Mishnah Brewer, you should wash at least until the second uh, joint on the fingers, and as he pointed on the Bir Halacha, ideally you should wash until the knuckles. Sifhei. The Mechaber writes, Shorach sheyashpil roshay etzbos of lamata, after you wash my machronim, you should let your hands hang down towards the ground. In other words, you should have your fingertips towards the bottom, towards the ground, rather than holding them up. So this way the water will roll off your fingertips 
down onto the ground rather than roll back up your arm. The Mishtaburi in Sukkot Yalav explains, Min halichluch, so this way the zuam or the lichluch, the waste on your fingers, will go off. Shibiyadava, will come off your hands, and this way you can make the bracha with clean hands. Sivvav. If there are many people washing my machronim, and a lot of people there to bench and taking turns going around the room with the Maya machronim cup on the table. So, ad chamisha, if you have only five people or less on the table, so then maschilim and amabarach, whichever person is designated to be the lead person, he's going to bench zimun, he's going to be the bencher, so then everybody should let him go first if there's only five people or less at the table. Vimhim yoser, if there are more than five people, and you begin from the smallest person at the table, and you go around, and you go around the table, you don't pass over anybody, so let's say he was sitting at that far end of the table, you go to the person to his right, then the next person to his right, etc., you go around the table, and you don't say, oh, no, you go first, you're a more hush of a person, you're a big rub, you go first. You don't do that, as we'll see, the Mishabur will explain, it's just not much of a cover to say, your hands are dirty, you get to wash first. And you do this, you go around the table, you start for the smallest person, we'll explain why, in the Mishabur, and you go for the smallest person all the way until you get to five people left. Once you reach the last five people that haven't washed my machronim, then then when you only have five people left, that haven't yet washed my machronim, then Then you go to the person who's going to lead the benching to let him wash, and then you let the other four people wash their hands on my machronim. Now let's see this inside the Mishnah and Sivkot and Yudbeis, and onwards, why this is done. So the Mishnah says, you begin when you have five people or less, to the first person to wash my machronim should be the person who's going to lead the benching. Why is that? So he can so to say, get the washing of his hands done, and therefore, and while the other four people are washing their hands, he can go and prepare the benching. They didn't have benches like we do, sedurim like we do, so a person might have to do this by heart, or he may have to go and reconcile in his mind to make sure that he knows the brachos. So he's quickly going to review them. So he washes first, and then while everybody else is washing, the other four people are washing their hands, so he can quickly review the brachos of benching and his head, and therefore he'll be prepared to lead the benching. But nowadays, the Mishabur says, even though the custom is that everybody who's able to benches by themselves, and we don't rely upon the person who's leading the benching to be Yotzeyaz, nevertheless, the din hasn't changed. Mishabur says, Because even today, when everybody benches on their own, the people who aren't leading the benching should say the benching to them themselves more quietly, with the same time that the Mavarech, Ima Mavarech, Shemavarech Bukharam, who is saying it out loud. So he says the bracha out loud, and while everybody's not really being Yotzi with him, everybody's saying it silently. As we'll learn when we learn the halachas of benching in Tusimon. And therefore, and likewise, since the zimun, the bracha rabba sign of erech, that he will say that he certainly does lead them in mishum hachi. Therefore, he has to prepare himself a little bit. So by letting him wash my machronim first, and then the other four people will wash my machronim, so he will prepare to make sure he says zimun correctly and that he says the benching correctly. When you have more than five people, then we said you start from the smallest person at the table. Sivkot and Yudgim, when the Mishbur explains, when I caught them, Hayoshi besofa mesibi, sitting at the other end of the table. Why? Vatamu, kideshloye tzorach hamevarech, lahamtin harbe achar netiloso achi lukulam. 
So in this way, the person who's going to lead the benching won't have a very long wait. Better that everybody else should go and wash, and they should wait, rather than have him wait. Because Uganaihulo, because it's somewhat of a busha, an embarrassment to him, and also the gam, the heavy hefzik, and likewise will be hefzik if he washes first and he has to wait. As we've already learned and is wrote down here in Dishavut number 12, the shear that you should have, take kef, nilatila, benching, that you should immediately bench after the Maya Machronim, is that it shouldn't take longer than it takes to walk, 22 Amma. If there are many people that need to wash Maya Machronim over here, so then it's going to lead to a hefsek. So for the person who's leading the benching, we try very hard not to him have a hefsek. Obviously, if there's 25 people at the table over here, that they will have a hefsek. It's not much you can do about it. But therefore, the Chavetz Chaim and the Dibir HaAlocha, Dibir HaMaskul Menachotan, suggests that in this situation, Kayom Shekulon Mevarchem Biatzman, when everybody is benching today by themselves, so it's a hefsek for everybody. Whoever go washes their hands first will have a long hefsik. So the Mishnah Brewer there in the Chavetz Chaim and the Bir Halacha brings down the proper way is put out several cups of Mayim Achronim. Don't have one cup of Mayim Achronim. You have to go all the way around the table with that one cup. Not one cup for all the many people that are sitting there. This will take a very long time. But if you put out a bunch of cups, you won't have this problem. Problem of the Hefzik, Kane Nira Laniyus Dati. The Chavetz Chaim says this is his thinking of the proper way to do my Machronim. Have a number of cups out there, and this way you won't have a long Hefzik. Mishnah Bruce of Kotnya Dalit says we don't chabit somebody by saying you go first in this situation. The Ainze Kibud, Bemashi Yirmoslo, Shahu Yirchat Trilo, Yodav Mahamuzu Homomus. It's not much of a cover to sell somebody here. You wash your hands first because your hands are filthy. Mishnah Bruce of Kotnya Tezvav says, Maschilin. After you've gone down to the last five, you go back to the person who will lead the benching to have him be the fifth from the end to wash. As we've already mentioned before, the time it's going to take the other four people, the last four people to wash the hands, he'll be able to look at the Berchaz HaMazon, the Zimun, as we've already explained. Even though we said that you should wash your hands and assume there afterwards, make the bracha. So, that little bit of time that it takes four additional people to wash, that's not considered hafsik. However, but to stop for no reason whatsoever, you certainly shouldn't pause. If there is no reason to stop, as soon as you wash your hands, you should go and bench. The Mishnah Brewer says, As soon as the person who's leading the bench and washes his hands, We also don't go and say, Who's the greatest of those four? And have him go next, and then the next one go afterwards. And have him go in order. Whichever place you start with, so just have go one, two, three, four, and then we start the benching after they have completed washing. Sib Zayin. The Mechaber says, Ein mevarachim shum bracha on my machronim. We do not make a bracha on my machronim. There is no bracha. The Mishnah Bur explains in Sibkot Yud Zayin, why not? Dilafi hatam shebiyarnu leel besim fkotin alif, according to the reasoning that we brought down in the name of the achronim in the first sif over here, that the reason is mishum chashash melech sedomist who sakonu leinayim, that there's a concern over here that there may be some salt that has this tendency to hurt the eyes, this melech sedomist or something like the melech sedomist that could be a real sakonu for blindness, it could harm your eyes. So bevadai in shayach levorech al So we don't make a bracha on something that is a danger and you're protecting yourself from it. Likewise, we don't make a bracha on any other sakana that we prevent. For example, if somebody goes and strains water at night, to make sure that he doesn't swallow some sort of an insect or a creature over there, and 
Therefore, we don't make a bracha on that type of a straining of the water. And even according to the other reason, not that it's because of Malachstomus, that we already spoke about previously, is that you shouldn't have this waste, this grease on your hands when you're saying Birch HaZamazon, your hands should be clean. So according to this reasoning, that would be an appropriate reason to go and make a bracha on my machronim. So why don't we? Even according to this reason, the Mishnah says, the Chazal did not institute a bracha in this situation. Because we don't really do my machronim the way it's described in the Gemara. Shall you know, again, in the times of the Gemara, the Minog was when they did my machronim, they would go and wash the hands with also some sort of a very pleasant smelling oil. After they would wash the hands of my machronim, and the purpose of this was anything that didn't come off with the water would be uh, taken off with this oil, this very nice smelling oil. And since our minog today is not to use this type of an oil, therefore the minog is not to make a bracha on my machronim. That concludes today's share.